Hi everyone, my name is John Chigi and this is Pragmatic Electric. It's a bit of a project that I'm going to do um, over the Christmas New Year period, uh, 2021 and 2022. And we're going to see what happens, see how it goes. Uh, talking about any and all things to do with uh, electric cars and uh, basically uh, renewable energy, electricity, uh, grids, network and all that sort of other good stuff. A bit of a focus locally uh, on the Australian situation, but obviously taking into consideration what's going on in the broader world um, as well. Anyway, uh, I'm going to try and keep them short, brief, to the point, and such. And um, I'm not, you know, if you guys want to like and subscribe and ring bells or whatever the hell YouTube tells you to do, then you can if you're watching this on YouTube. Um, but basically, uh, this is part of my work on the engineered network. So uh, I do have a Patreon. Uh, and also support via um, Lightning uh, slash Bitcoin if that's your sort of thing. So um, I've recently, I've been planning to do this for quite some time and I recently, um, I was going to say take possession, but I mean the reality is the bank owns it for seven years, so take possession, yeah, sure, possession, in seven years I will, but until then the bank owns it and um, I'm uh, paying them every fortnight because that's just way it works anyway so yes in debt up to the eyeballs about here maybe slightly higher and um, but anyway so I've taken uh, I've got now a Tesla Model 3 which has kind of been my dream car uh, the one that I've been wanting for pretty much since it was originally released I, I looked at um, the original reveal for it and I had mixed feelings at the time but the look of the car grew on me um, but the thing that really sold it for me was the combination of range, the technology that's in it, uh, and the price. Because ultimately, it is, whilst the definition of affordable is relative, it is within my grasp, although only just. So Model S and Model X, um, totally outside of my reach. Uh, Model Y, absolutely out of my reach, because you can't get them in Australia yet. They still aren't selling them here. Now, with a lot of the work that's been going on, uh, a lot of the issues with supply shortages around the world um, in the wake of the pandemic. Um, you know, cars are not being built at the same volumes that they were. Lots of automakers are being held up by uh, chip shortages. I did an episode of Pragmatic Podcast about that. So um, feel free to check that out if you want to. I think it was episode 105. Anyway, long story short, if that's even possible for me. Uh, yes, so um, you can't even get a Model S, a Model X new, at least for quite some time, probably I think it's like six months waiting list or maybe even longer. So uh, in any case, Model 3 was the way to go. Mine took just under three months from the date of order to when I picked it up. And I've had this car at time of recording this about three weeks. So in that time, I think it's no surprise, um, well, no surprise. I think that it's probably not surprising that I'm still in love with this car. Um, obviously, the honeymoon period will end at some point and I'll start to see all of its flaws. Uh, I can see some already, but to be honest, they're really not much to speak of. And um, the funny thing that I find with driving this car are the reactions that you get. So the very first afternoon that I had this car, I was confronted in a car park um, by a lady who knew my knew the extended family and so to her she knew me I didn't know her very well at all um, I, I didn't even remember her name initially um, and we'd interacted barely in the past but in any case she said to me what on earth possessed you to buy a Tesla um, let alone an electric vehicle and she proceeded to rant about how 
um, electric vehicles will never ever be successful in a country like Australia that it needs to be petrol or it's it's never going to get where it needs to go like petrol diesel you know whatever fossil fuels um, and you know there was no there was no um, consideration for the reality which is that that is simply a question of timing it's a timing problem so yes right now today it is more difficult um, in order to actually drive uh, across the Nullarbor in an electric car. You can do it, yes you can, but it's gonna take a lot of overnight stops, charging at whatever three phase outlets you can find, if you can find them. And uh, it's not exactly efficient, but you can do it if you're committed. Is it easier in a car where you've got two fuel tanks filled with diesel and you've got a range of something like 1500 kilometers? Absolutely, that's a hell of a lot easier, and you can certainly do that. People that drive around Australia will tell you that that's the only way to do it, because that's your insurance policy. You've got jerry cans, you can fill those up as well. You can't do that with a battery. So obviously there are problems today, but that's a matter of time. Anyway, that was one one event. Other than that, um, I've been I had the someone flip me the bird probably three times um, since I've had this car, roughly one a week. Um, but by and large, that's been it in terms of the negative. Uh, in terms of the positive, honestly, um, I've had people come up to me randomly in a car park um, and, and basically said, oh, how do you find it to drive? What's it like? I'm thinking about getting one. I'm like, oh, okay. So, you know, I told them it's a little bit to get used to, but once you get used to it, it's fantastic. Um, you know, meaning mainly it's a center touchscreen and no binnacle. Uh, an instrument gauge um, cluster, for example, and that is different and it does take getting used to. So um, I've also had uh, people comment um, to me uh, in because I, I briefly parked under the um, the office building. I don't well, normally, but I did this one day because I was carrying a bunch of Christmas-related stuff before I, I had my last day at work. And uh, one of the other people made a comment on it, and um, sort of uh, there was a the conversation wasn't negative, but it was certainly. Uh, he was surprised that it cost $70,000. Um, there were cars parked around mine, like high-end BMWs that were $120,000, $150,000. And there was a perception that the Tesla was much more expensive than that, and certainly the Model S and Model X are, but they didn't know that. They just see Tesla. They don't see one, they see one model of Tesla. They don't see the four models that, that exist, although three in Australia, but you know, at the moment anyway. So that was fascinating. There's a perception that these are truly high-end luxury cars. And maybe that's sort of true of the S and the X, but seriously, this car has a very luxurious feeling. It is by far the nicest car that I have ever owned and I've ever driven. Uh, mind you, I haven't driven a Rolls-Royce before or a Bentley, and I'm sure they're very, very nice. But you know what? I can't afford that. So in any case, um, the goal of these uh, little mini episodes is going to simply be um, a conversation about a topic of something of interest relating to uh, electric vehicles, or this car specifically, uh, charging infrastructure, and different bits and pieces in the world of uh, uh, electric anything. And I like to think that my experience uh, in 25 years in electrical engineering puts me in a different position and gives me a different perspective on the whole electric vehicle market. I've been wanting one for least 10 maybe 20 years um, but 10 10 years certainly recently with the missing leaf that's another story for another episode I suppose and um, 
We'll dig some more into charging infrastructure and long distance travel in a future episode. Anyway, so thank you very much for watching and um, or listening or both, depending upon whether you watch YouTube with your eyes closed um, or whatever, because <laughs> people do. Anyhow, uh, have a great day or a great evening wherever you are and stay safe. Bye.